and she tried to blame it on the dog. There is no longer a federal constitutional right to an abortion. trial of Alex Murdoch. You know, he was convicted of killing his wife, his son. He's pled guilty to all sorts of financial crimes. Well, there may be another criminal involved. We don't know yet, but Rebecca Hill, known as Becky Hill, the clerk of the court. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Uh, has uh, been like questioned as whether she tainted the jury and all, but now something new came up, Michael. It's called plagiarism or in the world of history, borrowing statements from other people, borrowing. borrowing. She borrowed something. I'm going to yeah, give it back when I'm something. done with it, but I'm just going to borrow yeah, it for now. going to borrow it. Apparently an author sent her, uh, her manuscript that she was supposed to send to her own editor. Instead, Rebecca Hill got it. And then she sent 12 pages, parts of 12 pages of the beginning of it to her co-author to write her book, which she did, by the way, during the trial of Alex Murdoch that she's accused of tainting the jury with, right? It turns out that she actually borrowed those snippets from the 12 pages, and now she's admitted to being a plagiarist. Yeah, so it's, not even, it's not even a question anymore. In fact, let, let me give you her statement. Of course, this comes through the attorney, so it's all full of, you know, these attorneys, you know, it's all full of garbage. Oh, I love attorneys. Just the key. Becky Hill is deeply remorseful regarding an allegation of plagiarism that has recently surfaced from her new book, Behind the Doors of Justice, The Murdoch Murders. The pressures of developing additional content under tight time deadlines resulted in Miss Hill taking material written by BBC reporter Holly Hondrick and submitting it to her co-author, Neil Gordon. I feel sorry for him. As if it were her own words. Miss Hill accepts full responsibility for this unfortunate lapse in judgment and has personally reached out to Ms. Hondrick to express her sincere apologies. The self-published book is only available online through Amazon and Audible, and they took Not it anymore. off. Uh, and uh, they made the decision to unpublish. I didn't know you could do this. You could unpublish a book for the foreseeable future until the next steps for the book have been identified. Uh, Ms. Hill has great respect for the tireless work of journalists that they do every day and sincerely regrets using Ms. Hondrick's words as her own, end quote. So, I mean, that's a mea culpa, but it's way too late, man. Yeah, way too late. Think about this. The pressure of publishing. It's the beginning of the book. She used the beginning of this other book. It's in the foreword, which, you know, you've done books. I've done books. The foreword is quite often one of the last things you do. So that's what where she ends up throwing this in. And I know how those deadlines are. The publisher says, here's what we need. If you need it by this day, boom, boom, boom. And it's self-published. It's (laughs) self-published. So (laughs) whose deadline are we talking about here? I don't, I, I don't know, but but her co-author is out. Her co-author says, "I am so embarrassed. I would have never done anything like this." Goodbye, so much. So well. uh, that, that puts puts the co-author in a weird position. I mean, do they have to double check their co-author's work to make sure it's not plagiarized? I, I mean. I don't know. Well, you I know what? Think about this. Think about this, though. You read the beginning of it, right? You read the beginning of it. She just is like, you know, the low country, and this is what it's about. I mean, clearly, if you've been listening to her in the past, this is not words that she would have written. <laughs> well, I think whenever I see a co-author and I see a name that you recognize, and then the co-author, the co-author's doing the work. The co-author's right. doing all the work, and the name you recognize is there. Like James Patterson, you know, he does a bazillion books. He's not writing mm. most of those most recent books. He'll say James yeah, Patterson. Sometimes, he lo- sometimes with, it's knowledge that with, he loves paragraphs. Yeah, and so um, I don't blame him for doing the work that he did. I just think he's in a weird position where he's got to trust his 
non-author co-authors. You're not an author. Right. You know. So anyway, we'll see. I mean, is there any, anything going to come of it? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, but here's the problem. She is already under the hot seat or in the hot seat uh, for allegedly tainting the jury, telling them that she had they had to carefully watch Alex Murdoch, suggesting that he was guilty in different ways. I had a feeling from our time together with the jury out at Moselle that it was not going to take our jury long to make the decision in this case. And now there's motions, obviously, to get a hearing to see whether or not that affected the jury. And she has submitted an affidavit through her attorney and the jurors have submitted affidavits. And now the judge, the new judge is assigned who has to decide whether or not the defense attorneys for Murdoch will get a hearing. And I think they have to. I think especially they have with to. This. They have to do that. And what's weird is this, even though technically it should not have any impact, you know, technically, if the technically. court is looking at the merits mm -hmm. of those those uh, declarations that were made and the allegations made, it's it, it's it's got to make the court think, hmm, you know, maybe I got uh, there's no harm in taking a little extra step in light of what we see now as uh, some wrongdoing on her part, even though technically unrelated to the motions. So. Right. You know, the motions, I always thought, uh, look, if the jurors get up there and said it had no effect on them, even though she said these things, you know, it's two different things. Did she say these things? Did it have an effect on them? Uh, then no harm, no foul. No one's going to overturn that Murdoch verdict if it had no effect it, on I, them. I've never seen anything but, like it from a clerk standpoint. I've never seen this kind of uh, alleged meddling. Uh, and ever. her son. Remember, her son's now also indicted being a wiretapper of some way. And he had worked for the county. I mean, this case has so many... Things everybody's related, even her attorney it's, is just a is big, in, It's so inbred. It, it, it's, 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 it's crazy. Unbelievable. Her attorney is one of the attorneys who represented one of the victims in the Alex Murdoch case. I mean, uh, is there only like well, four attorneys? The they know the case. Know. So, you know, know, important to have an attorney that knows the case. Yeah, but you know what? There's a question about, I mean, I think there's a real question about whether she committed a criminal act. I would never have to have her talking to anybody, but she's talking and she's now admitting to plagiarism. So yeah, there we are. Yeah, Becky Hill, Ms. Rebecca Hill. Um, I'd say the over-under of her actually keeping her job uh, maybe a year, something like that. Well, she's, but she gets voted in, right? It's She's elected. Think about people who are under indictment. You know, let's see, there's one, one, two, three, four. Five letters, hint begins with T, you know. Um, they keep, uh, you know, voters tend to like people who are in the news. It's all about name recognition. Oh, brother. I don't know about that. Okay. We will agree to disagree on that. Becky Hill, I think your day is coming.